0: Welcome to Unleash Your Inner Contagiously Positive. I am your host, Laurieann Sheldrick, the Contagiously Positive Girl, and every single week I come here to help you make happiness your permanent default setting. I believe that your level of happiness is going to be one of the most life-altering things you choose to to have every single day and it isn't about choosing to be a perfect little happy robot it is about choosing a happy life regardless of what challenges you have to face so choose happiness today and unleash your inner contagiously positive tomorrow let's begin Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to the Unleash Your Inner Contagiously Positive Podcast. I'm here for a little Friday quickie. So I'm sitting here and I'm thinking how much of a struggle it is for me to ask for help, but also to receive help. So it was the smallest little thing. I was driving with my husband and I needed gas in my car. I always need gas in my car. And instead of turning right to go to our house, he turns left and I ask him, like, where are you going? And he says, I'm going to the gas station. And I'm like, oh, no, no, don't worry about it. I'm going to get gas later. I have to come back out and I have to go to the grocery store. I'll get gas later. He's like, no, don't worry about it. I'll I'll get gas for you. And I was like, no, 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 no. Go home. Don't worry about it. And then in that moment, I'm like, he's trying to do something nice for you. Shut your trap and let him do something nice for you. He knows I don't like pumping gas. He knows it's just something that I dread, which is why I'm always on empty. Such a stupid little thing to dislike. But anyway, I'm always on empty. He wanted to do this nice thing for me, but I had such a hard time receiving it. And that's what I want to talk about today. It is okay to say you can't do it alone. It is okay to ask for help. It is okay to not have all the answers. It is okay if a problem feels bigger than you can handle. And it is okay to receive help from someone without feeling like you're being burdensome. So when my husband needs help with something, he simply just asks for it. He's like, "Hi, hey, can you come help me with this? He doesn't stress over it for hours. He doesn't break his back trying to do it by myself. He simply just asks, and if it's asked to him he'll accept it I've always admired this about him because it just it's so effortless for him which I love he has no shame over asking or receiving help he's just like thank you I love that that was so helpful period it's just done my pattern polar opposite so for me When I need help with something, my default tends to go to, how can I figure out how to do this all by myself so that I don't bother anyone and I don't become a burden? And then I'll just proceed to try a bunch of different things. I'll huff, I'll puff, I'll stress myself out, I'll break my back, I'll get irritable, and then finally I'll give in reluctantly, and now I'm pissed off and I'll ask for help. (laughs) So, or I'll get asked if I need help and I'll proceed to say, no, 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 no. Don't worry, I got it. And I'll say that even though I know full well, I don't got it because I'm about to drop the thing. Whatever it might be, that that is just my pattern and that's the pattern that I'm trying to break. And I am getting better at this because I am able to stop myself in the moment, but it's definitely a practice for me as I'm sure it is for many of you listening. You're probably thinking, oh my God, this is so me. But the thing that I know is that Being able to do everything yourself doesn't mean you have to, because I know that there's probably so many things that you and I can do by ourselves, but that doesn't mean we have to. It doesn't mean we need to live in chronic stress just because it's like, well, I can do this, so let me try to do 18,000 things on my to-do list all by myself because I can or I think that I can. So I really want to flip that around for all of us, myself included. So this podcast is like more for me. This is a very selfish podcast. This is more for me than it is for you, right? I'm just kidding, sort of. So thinking also, here's something that I also know. Thinking that you should be able to manage everything, thinking that you should, which is just another belief that we have, especially women, doesn't mean you should. So why is it so hard? Why is it so hard for so many of us to ask for help? Why is it so hard for so many of us to receive the help? For me, it was a pattern that had developed from when I was a teenager. Not, a pat- not just a pattern, a belief system. So oftentimes, the things that become the barriers from us being, doing, and having all that we desire often come from beliefs and patterns that were created when we were really young. So mine was when I was a teenager, I had an eating disorder and my friends went and they told my guidance counselor and my guidance counselor called me into the office and said, you either go home and tell your parents or I will. So I went home that day because I didn't want my parents being called into school. So I went home that day and I told I figured, you know, the person who was home was my dad's then long-term girlfriend, and I'm like, I'll tell her first, because I thought that would be easier than telling my parents. And she said, you couldn't have picked the worst time to tell me this and to ask for help. And I was like, whoa, I didn't understand in that moment, if that was me now, like my personality now um, and what I know now, I would have been like, screw you, right? This is the best time to ask for help. But in that moment, because I was so young and so unable to process that, it became a punch in the gut and it became an emotional trauma and it created a belief. And so after this gut punch, I just stopped asking for help. That moment was just traumatic enough for my brain to develop a limiting belief to protect me against experiencing that emotional trauma trauma again from being, you know, pushed aside and saying, worst time, that it was inconvenient, that inconvenient, sorry, wrong, burdensome, or dirty to say, I need help, I can't do this alone. And that's how our brain works. If it thinks we're in trouble, it will just go into fight flight or freeze unless we don't allow it to but i didn't know any better then like god i must have only been 15 years old i think so i started that pattern of doing everything alone and i would just keep everything inside and for years i would never admit that i didn't have the answer i would never admit that i couldn't do it by myself and i always just said you know what i don't want to be i don't want to bother you i'll handle it i got it and this belief system made me feel like I just couldn't and I, I, and just wouldn't and I just didn't know how to accept help without feeling like I wasn't good enough or I wasn't being a bother. That's how our limiting beliefs create these habits and patterns, right? It's a program in our mind. And then one day, I had no choice. I had to reach out and I had to ask for help. I was probably about 20 years old and I was in my rock bottom moment. And I knew in that moment, I was on the floor in my bathroom, and I'm crying, and I knew in that moment, if I don't ask for help right now, I'm going to fall deeper into my depression, and I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to get up. And so I reached out and I asked for help, and something totally new happened. I received a completely different response, open arms, love, compassion, kindness, not all the things that I thought were going to happen, which was you're such a burden. This is the worst time. You're like, why are you, why can't you handle this? Why are you such a loser? Whatever, right? Instead I got, I love you so much. Why didn't you come to me sooner? I've got you. And just that simple phrase, I've got you created a new Program in my brain. A new program had begun to be planted, something else that I could latch on to instead of the opposite, which was keeping me stuck and making me feel really alone. And I started to think is it actually possible that asking for help isn't weak? Is it possible that asking for help isn't inconvenient or burdensome to another person? And because of those open arms and that brand new response and that I've got you, I love you, my brain was able to connect and say, yes, it is possible. And over time, as I've been practicing this, the asking for and receiving of it, I've, I've, I've realized that it's one of the most strongest, most courageous, most freeing thing we can do for ourselves mentally and emotionally but only once we do it. And that is where we get stuck because we don't do it. Because for me, it wasn't my brain's default, right? Because I spent so many years not feeling that way, feeding the, the opposite of that. So I've had to do a lot of reprogramming and a lot of unlearning to set a new default so that I could learn a new pattern and learn a new habit and create new programs in my brain. We have to program our brain to think and believe the way we want it to, which just means we reprogram it, which means unlearning, right? So, and we do that so it can create a new default setting and the new default setting just with regards to This podcast that we're talking about asking for and receiving help, the new default setting is asking for help when you need it and then accepting it when it is offered. So if you're like me or most women and sometimes even men, accepting help is not something we easily do because it's not our default programming because we just we create these beliefs that we should be able to do everything alone and that it is a burden and something that I'm learning is that being able to do everything myself doesn't mean I have to Right? that's what I said at the beginning it's so important and that also something I'm practicing is accepting it when it's offered because when people offer it makes them feel good as well and then asking for it when I need it instead of breaking my back or breaking my heart and feeling alone all the work we do is a practice So if this is a challenge for you, Just begin by practicing asking for help with the little things. Can you help me make dinner tonight? Can you help me empty the dishwasher? Can you help me take the garbage out? Can you help me do this little thing? Can you sit down and talk to me about this problem that I'm having? Can you help me create a solution and then go into the bigger things if you need the bigger things? Start with the baby steps. And once that starts to feel comfortable and your brain is creating a new program, start accepting help when it is offered to you. Hey, babe. Want me to get gas for you today? Oh, that would be so lovely. I love you. Thank you so much. Done, right? And it's those simple little things sometimes that it doesn't sound like often it's big, but when that gains momentum, when that's the when you're not accepting things, when you're not asking for it, it creates a program. It tells your brain, we don't ask for help and we don't receive it. And here's what I want you to know. It's okay to say that you can't do it alone. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay not to have the answers. It's okay if the problem feels bigger than you can handle. You are a human being. And that means that you're not going to always be able to or want to or need to do everything alone. So you ask, you accept, and I promise you, you're going to receive and it's going to feel so good to receive and you're going to feel so connected and you're going to feel so supported and you're going to feel so loved. And then you feeling that, you're going to give that to other people as well. So with this practice, you're just programming your brain to work for you instead of against you, creating new defaults so that you can be, do, and have all that you desire. And when you have those new defaults and you're living the life that you want to live, you help others to do the same as well. You give other people the permission to do it as well. So if this is resonating with you, I'm going to give you a little exercise. So I'm a big journaler I take a lot of things to my journal it's the way that I get to know who I am and what makes me tick and what my stories are so that I can create new supportive stories what my defaults are and if they're working for me if they're serving me or not so if this is something that you want to do let's take this conversation even deeper and grab a pen and paper or if you're a journaler grab your journal and I want you to see where you are so if you struggle with asking for and receiving help these are questions that will help you to create a new program so first thing, what is your current programming? Do you have a, number one, do you have a difficult time asking for help? And do you have a difficult time receiving? Okay. Next after that, why? If the answer is yes, why? Was there a moment, right? Like mine, like that created this trauma, that created this default, that created this limiting belief, a moment The seed, the first seed that made you feel this way and made you begin to behave based on that traumatic experience and now based on those beliefs. That's the first. This is like the deepest. Where did that come from? Because as soon as I saw where it came from, how I had created this, been living this story over and over and over again from this one moment, I was like, girl, let that go. Free yourself, right? Right? So that's why this is so important. Not everyone feels good about going back, but it is a really good way for you to question why you are doing what you're doing now and why your current defaults are what they are. It's a good way to push the control alt alt, delete button because if we notice, well, my God, that happened when I was five, we just simply are like, okay, it's time to let that go. So next, the next question is, do you find yourself doing things by default because you don't want to rock the boat? Okay, this is a really good one. Um, Next, do you feel like you were not good enough, that you are not strong enough, that you are not capable enough when you can't fix something internally or externally on your own? Right, that's really good. Do you feel guilty that you are going to be a burden? So these are all questions to help you really see where your current default settings are so now you can begin to practice programming your brain with new defaults and the only way to do this right as i already said is practice 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 repetition 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 you're creating a new default you're putting new programs into your brain you're telling your brain this is how we're going to react from now on this is how we're going to behave this is who we're going to be this is what we're going to do this is now our new belief and over time, what's going to happen is you will not only be able to ask for help, but you're going to look forward to it. And that is really important. You're going to look forward to it knowing that the people you reach out to for help, the people you, um, that love you, the people who are in your life, they want to help you. And you're going to know and you're going to trust and you're going to feel at peace knowing that you never have to handle challenges on your own. So that is where we begin with asking for and receiving help. It's just simply, and I know it's simple, but not always easy. It's simply reprogramming your brain to work for you instead of against you. And all of this is just to put ourselves in the driver's seat of our life. Asking for and receiving help is the strongest, most courageous thing you can do for yourself and the best way that you can support yourself because getting support from other people asking for, for support for other people reminds you, I'm just a human being. I'm a perfectly imperfect human being. And you know what? I'm not meant to live on this planet alone. I'm not meant to take this journey alone. I have this whole beautiful tribe around me. I'm going to support them. They're going to support me. And we're going to do this together. And by doing it together, we're all of us are going to be, do, and have everything that we desire. So that's my little quickie today. Begin to practice it. I promise you, you won't regret it. I'm in this practice with you, so I'm continuously doing it as well. And if you want to learn more ways to reprogram your brain or overcome limiting beliefs so that you can really keep doing and being and having all that you desire, go and check out one of my digital courses. Unleash your inner contagiously positive or creating heart-centered goals. This will not only help you to reprogram your brain, which is unleash your inner contagiously positive. It's nine weeks helping you do that. But then putting yourself in the driver's seat of your life and taking aligned action towards it, that's creating heart-centered goals. So there's a little bit of everything depending on where you are on your journey. And if you don't do any of those things, that's okay too. Just begin to practice asking for and receiving help. You deserve to be supported. Thank you so much for sticking around for today's little quickie. All the links for everything are in the show notes. You can just go to contagiouslypositive.ca. And for today, just remember, be happy, be healthy, and of course, be contagiously positive. Bye, everyone.